I parked my car. I jumped out of the car and this happy dog springing around and I laid down on the sidewalk because I know that, you know, they, they want submissive approaches. So I sat down and then I laid down and then kind of did stuff. So he'd come over and sniff me. And then I lightly grabbed the pup named Jazz, which was funny. And right as I was like laying on the sidewalk, sprawled out, sprawled out like I had just been hit in the head with a bat. This cop drives by and he looks down and he sees me and he sees this dog. He just keeps driving by. <laughs> he didn't even stop, didn't say nothing. Was like, not today. Mm -mm. Not dealing with that weirdness. Welcome to Audio Branding, the hidden gem of marketing. Sound plays a more important role in human behavior and our decision-making than you may realize. In this podcast, I'll help you understand the art and science of sound so you can better influence others in business and your life. I'm your host, Jody Krangle. Let's delve a little deeper. Here's the second part of my interview with Van Gunter. There's lots of interesting things about how we process sound and how it gets into our brain and mm -hmm. everyone's hearing is is different as well. So, yeah, it's really fascinating. There's a lot going on there. Yeah, I'm the jumpy one around here, too, because our building is an old church. It's it's like a very angular 1950s Frank Lloyd Wright looking design. So and it's got weird angles. It's got weird angles. Everywhere's a weird angle in this building. And you can sneak up on me pretty easy and i'm jumpy i'm not jumpy because i'm jumpy by nature but this place the way that the even the way that our studios are built we had a an actual guy who did the equations an audio file with the knowledge on how to put you know baffling up where it needs to be and know the dead spots so with that it creates a lot of silence and weird pockets of sounds you know that i wouldn't have understood there's so many times i've thought there are people in here in the building it's totally empty it's just that you hear a thing that it bounces. So, yeah, yeah, I'm a, I'm a nerd about that kind of scientific sound stuff. You're it's, on the right show, my friend. Thing. So, <laughs> <laughs> this is that's all we talk about. <laughs> oh, thank goodness! Yeah. How much do I owe for this therapy session? This is great. <laughs> it's wow. all wonderful. Yeah, there is so much interesting scientific stuff to talk about when it comes to sound. Yeah. Um, and especially, I think, for voice actors, knowing how all of this works to get the product out there, to work with the clients, to make sure the audio engineers are on, the, you know, that everyone's on, on board with what's going on. Yeah. And in that light, you also had mentioned something about, um, as the audio engineer, um, what have you learned that can help people in their voice acting career? That's a great question. I I think that the first thing is for voice actors that they need to be very cognizant of the way that their audio sounds. And the only way to really accomplish that, if you're not going to ask the engineer, is to have a friend, you know, that I can say, Jody, will you please listen to this and see, you know, it's for especially if it's for a Canadian client. If I was going to do something that was going to play in Canada, you're the first person I'm going to ask because um, simple things such as both or both. I know my Northern friends, they say both, you know, and, and the way that we all truncate words or change things for our own, our own surroundings. So knowing the, um, the area in which that you're going to be working with or where your where your voice is going to be playing and knowing city names correctly, you know, and how to say, how to maybe not always say, wouldn't it, but say, wouldn't it, 
you know, and, and just find out what the colloquialisms are of that area. I, you know, when you do that stuff, it's it's so fun. When we would do voiceover conferences, I remember being there and and I love saying meeting my northern friends, but I'm in the south and and I don't know a lot of slang when it comes up there, and it's fascinating that sometimes this means that in this city, but down here, like, oh no, I wouldn't say that. Like, oh oh really? Oh yeah, it means something else. Like oh in the we're in the U.S. How does it? Well, it just does. Which, yeah, I'm fascinated with that. So I would say, honestly, it's like due diligence and and doing your homework to make sure that you and the way that you sound are are the best that they can be. Because that's the gig, you know, is is us, is people saying, you sound great. I don't want anybody to say, you sound like crap. Go, oh, oh, okay. Because then at that point, you can't do anything about it in the session. If you're already rolling and you don't know, you know, you didn't adjust your signal flow and all those things that that that's on you. Um, I think that's that's one thing that I've learned. And also just not taking things personal. Oh, that's a big one. <laughs> right. That's big, especially wow. when the line goes quiet. <laughs> oh, man. And you are just out there on a tightrope in the darkness. And just knowing that what's going on 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 my side, because I don't always have time to let everyone know, like I'll always say, Jody, we're going to, you know, we're talking about stuff. They're doing some script changes. You know, give us a few minutes. And and then even in the middle of all that, I would punch back in and say, hey, just, you know, we're still working. Um, that kind of communication is important for everyone because I don't want 15 minutes to go by and you're like, oh, my gosh, what 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 in the world? And it just reduces anxiety when you tell everybody what's happening. I mean, even like, I am so sorry, team. I need to get some water. Oh, I should have done that before. I'll be right back. Give us a second to all talk about the script. And then, you know, do a thing. I'm always big about doing a bit. I have bits for everything. I do a thing because when people come in here, I want it to go smooth. I don't want it to mess up the business, my money, your money. Everything should be going smoothly. That's the name of our game. So when you say a bit, and, what do you mean? <laughs> oh, I've I've got my bits, my my comedic bits. If I need to kill time or if people come in the building or don't know where they're going or if I need to give them a few minutes before an engineer's ready, I'll do my tour of the building bit. Oh, I see. Or, okay. You know, I I just oh, some any story, whatever the first thing to pop into my mind, or I'll just go on a question asking like, so what did you, what did you eat for breakfast this morning? What's the weirdest collection of things you collect? And that kind of stuff. We've had those because discussions more, many times. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. I think about dice every, we were in, <laughs> on our last vacation on the East coast. I walked past a gaming shop and I was like, Jody would freak out right now. They had this one giant die and I'm like, wow. I totally would. I mean, how much it costs to ship that thing. You have to get like six friends to roll that die. But I'm like a yeah, dragon I mean, with a horde. It's an, it's insane. <laughs> I just have got to see collect uh, pictures of your collection. I love it. It makes me so happy. But those things, you know, yeah, personalized. Yeah, yeah. It's good to get to know people. Definitely, I think it puts them at ease. So that's certainly helpful. It is. Yeah, and that and the uh, one thing that you can do that oh, I was just gonna say, t ask someone about themselves and get them to shut up. Good luck. Don't ask me a question if you're on a time limit. I mean, you can, but, but yeah, 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 perfect. They it puts people at ease when they can come into a place that they're unfamiliar with the studio. They don't know the lingo. You can always say, "Well, is this your first time here?" That's really cool. Yeah, I remember the first time I came here. You know, and I do my bit. 
this is my crazy room. Oh, I do all sorts of fun stuff and blah, blah, blah. Make yourself at home. Put your feet on the thing. It's like a children's museum. You can touch everything. You know, like that's that needs to be the vibe for every. That's how I like to approach it. And I realize that when we deal with clients like hospice things, I'm not trying to make a yuck, yuck vibe. You know, I mean, there's you give the dignity for for and the seriousness, depending on what the client and what the tone is. But I like to start out with, hey, we're going to have a great session today. Yeah. Kind of like you're going to go into that session and be awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I love it. I mean, because you've got your engineer on the side. Like if if you didn't cut in a minute ago, I would have you know been looking for the the mute mic so I could call for whatever it happens to be. It's like you need people to help you out. You don't know everything. I certainly don't know everything. I pretend I know a lot. But, <laughs> I think we all do. <laughs> but you, you need friends, man. You need a team. I know that we're all dealing with a lot of stuff these days, so I particularly wanted to acknowledge those that have taken the time to leave honest reviews of this podcast. Andy Wong has this to say. While business owners are likely familiar with branding and marketing, how often does one think of audio or sonic branding? Think about the power of a jingle or the mood of a song. It's important because sound can elicit an emotional response for more powerful marketing. Jody is a great guide exploring this topic and interviewing expert guests. As a voiceover professional, Jody's voice is also soothing while you learn. Excellent podcast. Thanks so much, Andy. Your Inspired Money podcast is, well, inspired. So I know you know a thing or two about putting a podcast together, and I'm so grateful that you took the time to write a review. And now, back to the show. Speaking of that, actually, teamwork. So where does that come in? <laughs> I, am, I am a huge teamwork believer. And it happened a few years ago. We had this one producer named Dan that worked with one of our biggest clients, big agency here in town. And he would respond. He would, I mean, just like an amazing producer. He responded to everybody with team. Hi, team. Just wanted to let you know. And at first I was like, that is so cheesy. Hi, team. Hey, team. We're a sports team. But then when I caught on to what he was doing, it made so much sense. And I've done it ever since. And you're doing a thing together. You know, we're doing a thing. You and I are doing a thing right now. And we have to teamwork it. You know, I'm not going to come in here and my hair's all messed up and I've got a, my shirt's on backwards and you're interviewing me and like, so what's it like being a voice actor? It's cool. <laughs> you know, it's fine. I like it. You don't do that. You're a team. You want the best product. Yeah. I, I, I typically don't have voice actors on, on here. So usually when I'm talking to voice actors, it's people who also I'll do other things that are related to sound. So, you know, yeah. yeah, it's just getting the whole picture. I really love getting the whole picture again, feeding into teamwork. Cause there's a lot that goes yeah. into the multiple things that you do. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. And as the engineer, I love the relationship between engineer and voice actor properly done. I love the fact that if something's going kooky on my side, I can shoot you an email and be like, Jody, client's running late five minutes, you know, so sorry. And, and it's just the, it's the respect and the simplicity of keeping communication going, but that's also teamwork. Cause that, that lets you know, cool, I'll, I'll go refill my water or I can do this. It's just keeping everything moving and flowing. And, um, if, if something goes wrong on your end or my end, you know, if we have a source connect glitch, which happens more often you know, than we'd like, happens more often <laughs> than we'd like. And there have been all these weird solar flares and solar storms that I keep track of that I'm 
you know, is another bit that I'll do when I talk to clients. Like, I know it's acting kind of crazy. There's a solar flare going on right now. <clears throat> Those kind of things. But it's does that it's affect just, the um, audio equipment? Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but that's I'm curious. It has, in the ionosphere, which is the, the where a lot of the solar storms kind of affect, that's also where radio waves bounce around in the ionosphere. It's how they, they are moved around from one place to another. So that can disrupt the radio waves and, and other short, uh, you know, other electronics and things like that. So it can cause glitches and, and bleeps. Okay. <clears throat> I'm not sure that that's always to blame with source connect but it's gremlins well it's, we'll mean, blame it on gremlins yeah. <laughs> gremlins it's the gremlins but it's great to just keep in touch and let people know that like yeah i'm having a, a system issue so i can let the client know if i can let the client know that we're just running a couple of minutes behind then if i've got them on zoom i can do my bit i can tell stories or we can get caught up on whatever it is that we need to get on to we're on the same page or i can say team stand by we're just having a, a quick uh tech problem that we're that we'll have solved if source connect were to go down which it doesn't but it's like i always have a plan b and a plan c and being able to work that plan out with with you and your team that's going to take care of all the issues even if the whole thing goes to pot and you and the session's got to be rescheduled using that we're all in this together teamwork we're going to get this solved i'm so sorry but you know what we're going to figure this out i will be in touch with you it's, it solves all the problems. It's like the easiest thing is to get people on your side and say, we're in this together, team. It's the greatest word in the world. It is. And my friends here, whenever something happens, like I forget that I muted my one of my channels so I could sing loud in my studio. You know, you need someone to be like, hey, dummy, right over there. Like, oh, right. Thank you. Thank you. I just didn't have my cup of coffee. I forgot. Um <laughs> I love I love teamwork and it builds community and it builds friendship and trust. And that's how we keep our clientele and our people coming back to us and people wanting to work because it's just good attitude and and community and teamwork. I love it. Yeah. And actually, you know, we were talking about the dice there. D&D &D actually is great for teamwork, too. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Certainly. I mean, again, you blew my mind with all that. And, and I was like, oh, oh, that makes so much sense. You're a team. Totally. You're a tribe. Yeah. As voice actors, we're a tribe. Yeah. Like, I believe in the voice acting community. So, I mean, deeply, deeply, deeply. It changed my life. I believe in it. I believe in my friends. And, and I, yeah, like, you don't want anything to ever taint that. You know, I mean, stuff happens, but we're doing this together. We're making the best thing in the world. It's going to be the biggest potion to kill the biggest dragon. We're going to do it. <laughs> you know, the, the stakes are imaginary, but <laughs> but it's still a storytelling team building exercise. So, yeah, but yeah. I, like I, I totally feel the same way about the voiceover community, too. I know that going to conferences has changed my life, too. So I do definitely yeah. get that. Yeah, it's very important. I had a, um, a voice actor the other day that we were working with, and it was so strange. I don't even know how we got on this. I think the client was late, but he had this really good voice for a storytelling read. You know, it was like, school is coming, and we need to make sure that our children are taken care of, whatever it was. But in, after we were done recording, and it was just he and I were on the line, and he, he kind of changed his tenor, and it got a little bit almost Shakespearean or kind of stage actor. And he goes, you know, Van... We spend so much time in these booths by ourselves in our houses. And I have a really nice house, a really nice house. <laughs> but I spend it, you know, and I was, that was what got me. 
<laughs> but my wife and children are doing their own thing, and I'm here in this giant house in this tiny closet. I kept thinking, like, tell me again about the house. How many cars do you have? It was just so funny. But the freedom really to just share and for someone to say, it doesn't even matter that I'm rich or whatever. It's like, I'm stuck in this booth like we all are, and I feel lonely and weird, and my friends aren't here. My wife and my kids are doing their own thing, and I'm here in this booth. And I'm like, dude, I get it. We get it. You get it. I totally get Engineers it. Engineers get it. We're all weird, man. We're freaking weird. <laughs> I'm not even in my – this isn't my booth. This is my main room. My booth is right behind me, but it was – the walls were just kind of this weird – bluishy aqua thing and gray and i'm like no i'm not having that as my backdrop it looks like i'm in a insane asylum yeah i it's totally a padded room totally hear you on that <laughs> yeah i need i need stuff but you know to just know that everyone shares in that we need to be outside of that every once in a while <laughs> yeah it's important go to the library i went to the library the other day for like the first time in a few years and was like oh my god look at these books on origami this is genius you know like you you could just take these. Yeah, dummy. Do that's you do how origami? <laughs> I'm gonna. Oh, okay. Because um, I saw that book and started thinking. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'll I'll, I'll fold something out of paper. That, why not? <laughs> why Need not? Something to do with my hands. I'm nervous. Yeah. Like I'll do something in the booth. Make paper things. Speaking of communication, <laughs> I want to ask you about this quote that I got from you on your Boutwell website. Actually, that you speak canine better than English. I want to know what that's about. <laughs> I am a I am a firm believer in the power of of the pups of the puppy um, and 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 the furries and cats too. I mean, I, I love animals. My wife and I love animals, and we um, we have rescue a lot of rescue pups, and or we have two. We but all of our dogs are typically rescue dogs. Sure. And I've it was it was so interesting. I'll try to wrap this up. Um, the first time we got Stella Biscuit, our our rescue, who is the most precious thing. She has one eye and she is just super sweet. But the first time she came into our house, I remember she walked in front of a mirror and she just stood there for a minute looking at herself. And I lost it. I mean, not like, oh, I mean, like, <laughs> it just, it, it touched me because it was like, she's has no reference. What in the world is going on to this? She's scared of feet. She doesn't like guys. You know, how am I going to react with this? And it was learning how to speak her puppy language so she didn't get scared if I shifted my feet and to talk in low tones. And, hey, sweet one, you know, and to have be very purposeful about your your hands and your tone and, and being sweet. It's like when you whisper and talk to the baby, oh, don't wake the baby. That's one of the reads that I always tell people to focus on. Oh, you want to do don't wake the baby. Oh, wow. Everyone's, you know, the the dad or whatever it happens to be. And now uh, it's been almost a year. We have another sweet rescue named Twigs, who's a miniature schnauzer. And she, hers is a total different way of communication. She apparently had been slept on, slept on the floor and in a crate her whole time, her whole life, which is, you know, some people do that with, with their animals and that's fine if they're loved on and taken care of and allowed out of the crate. Um, but our sleep in our bed, cause we're weird and we don't have kids, but Twigs had never been on a couch before. She'd never been anywhere soft and she was very hesitant. We'd put her on the couch and she was getting kind of nervous. And then having to speak in that tone, like, oh, soft and touching them and letting them know it's okay. So I, I, that's how I speak canine and two other quick stories about canine. One time I saw this dog, I was driving back to the studio and there was this dog running around the, the road. And I'm like, oh no, I always keep little treats and a dog leash in my car. You are prepared. For this reason. Yes. I am prepared. And I... Parked my car. I 
jumped out of the car and this happy dog springing around and I laid down on the sidewalk because I know that, you know, they, they want submissive approaches. So I sat down and then I laid down and then kind of did stuff. So he'd come over and sniff me. And then I lightly grabbed the pup named Jazz, which was funny. And right as I was like laying on the sidewalk, sprawled out, sprawled out like I had just been hit in the head with a bat. This cop drives by and he looks down and he sees me and he sees this dog. He just keeps driving by. <laughs> he didn't even stop, didn't say nothing, was like, not today. Mm -mm, not dealing with that weirdness. <laughs> so I get this puppy into the um, into the end of my car and I take it to the the animal hospital, which is less than a block away right here from the studio, which I love. And I take them in and I say, hey, do you all know this puppy? And they go, Jazz Johnson. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> Jazz Johnson. Clearly, he often takes rambles. <laughs> yes, and ends up here. So they said, yeah, he's always getting off of his leash. And I said, oh, he's so super sweet. Uh, we just, he sat next to me the whole time. He gave me doggy kisses. Here's a picture. And they went, really? He has bitten everyone here. Every time that he's brought here, we have to put a muzzle on him and restrain him because he, he bites folks. And I was thinking, oh my God, he could have eaten my face. Jeez, I have, you know, my, what in the hell? But we hung out and I talked low the whole time. I was like, buddy, we're going to have a great time. And it's just that tone and it's your posturing and it's it's just that communication. So I feel that and, and listening to people who are dog people and like dog whisperers and people that I know that are good with animals, I, you know, I, I ask them, what do you do? What's a great way to what if this situation happens? You know, what do I do? Well, keep a leash in your car. But um, and I, I think that more times than not especially if you're at a really crappy party and somebody has a dog, like you can find me there or, you know, the dog and I are just hanging out, whatever. Um, <laughs> but I, I love to speak yeah. canine because it, it does sweet things and we're a puppy studio. So when a puppy is here and people walk in and they might be having a crap day and this paws happen on their knees and then they look down and there's a puppy staring out with big eyes, the tenor changes, the mood changes and, and people, they start talking sweet. Oh, my sweet. You know, it, Things melt away, anxiety melts, and people become whole again. Um, we also work with a charity called Hand and Paul that I absolutely love that takes um, pups to, you know, to me, uh, goes to, what do you call it, retirement communities or or children with um, with disabilities and things like that. So the power of the, of the doggy is just otherworldly, and I struggle to understand it and to grasp it fully, but I do feel that I can speak when when other people don't know how to talk to a dog, I can speak canine. I hope. That's how I feel. I try to do that. I love it. Yeah. Well, it's a love language, really, because dogs give you unconditional love. They're just, you know, yeah. once you get their trust, that's that's it. You got a friend for life. You got a friend for life. Yeah. You got to be careful and that's with that. that's teamwork. It, yeah. It's something you have to be careful of, too, because, you know, dogs. It is. Dogs will love you even if you're not so great to them. Unfortunately, that yeah that happens. <laughs> and and you see that in in relationships and you know and just how that 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 can come out in so many ways. And you know you can you learn a lot from other things and other people. And so you know, true. trying to be on that constant quest. Yeah. Um, I'll be in the dog department if anyone has any questions for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love I it. I can solve that. I can read the script. <laughs> Are you looking for ways to improve your company's or podcast's impact? You'd be surprised how powerful the use of an intentional audio branding strategy can be. 
Want to know more? I have a free downloadable PDF that gives you my five tips for implementing an intentional audio strategy at voiceoversandvocals.com slash audio-branding-strategy. That location does ask to put you on a mailing list just to send you updates on when the new podcasts come out. But if you really don't want to give your email out, I understand. Just contact me directly. My email is all over my website, and I'll make sure you get that PDF without needing to sign up anywhere. If you do sign up, though, you also get access to a resources section called The Studio, where I have videos, white papers and PDFs, discounts from my guests, and snippets of audio from my guests that no one else gets to hear. So maybe it's worth your while. Totally up to you. And of course, if you're looking for voiceovers, you can get in touch with me about that too. Now, back to the podcast. Well, getting back to Batwell Studios, is there something that you want to talk about that you're working on over there that you're excited about that you can talk about? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. We've had, um, we, we have a really big client with a really giant bank that is a world, I mean, it's a, uh, I guess a statewide bank, not statewide, United States wide, countrywide bank that they, um, the agency came and asked for us to write a jingle for them and we did and it is so catchy and so good but we need to remember this time right now because in a few weeks when this hits the air you're gonna want to hit me with a bat <laughs> why is that is it so like repetitive that it'll yeah it'll get it you're getting earworm time yet yeah, that 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 yes okay. it is earworm two in the morning you're like who's there oh it's that song oh no <laughs> Oh God. It used to be single ladies by Beyonce. It would just be like, oh, the single ladies. When I was two in the morning, I'd just pop up and it would just be stuck on that. Um, but we've been working on that, which is really great. My um, my two best friends that I work with, Lane and Brad, are just great, great teammates. They're my best friends and they're great teammates. And uh, Brad's a magnificent musician. And honestly, one of those people that can play anything that like I, I really am like, yeah, he can play anything. But inside I'm like, uh, he can play anything. I can't play um, no, I do support him, but it's, it's an amazement when you see somebody with those kind of talents that, you know, they can switch and do all these different character voices and you're like, ah. um, but another fun project that we're working on the sidewalk film festival here in Birmingham has been going on for over 20 years. And it is a huge, huge film festival in the South. And it's just, we've watched it grow from year one and it really is phenomenal. So much so that now Sidewalk has their own cinema built. That's got a bar and they do all these incredible events. Wow. It's just, it's mind blowingly cool. Yeah. So for the past 13 years, about 13, me and my friend Allie Clark have been working on the sponsors trailer for everybody that, that does their, you know, gives money and helps support. It's a one minute long trailer, usually one, one and a half minute. She is a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant animator. And just everything she does, I love working with her. And so we've done some really cool things over the years. This year, we ended up, instead of doing one, one minute short, we did 13 puppet shows. And oh my it God. It's been a long process. We went to a, a club, a local club here and rented out the um, their area and for an entire Friday, we took a, a whole team. They took their film crew down there, and I took the day off because I was one of the puppets. And we we did puppets for for eight or nine hours and shot all of these. Then we after that they sent me the rough cuts, and we did scratch video. We came back in here, um, got the voice actors. I did a voice, and then some other local folks did a voice, and then we had to cut all of that to the visual. And then I send that back to Allie and then she makes her cuts and sends it back to me. And then I do the mix and then I do the sound design and then I send it back to her. So 
it's been so it's been it's one of the biggest projects I've worked on in a long time, but it's going to be like 13 really fun puppet shorts that I'm super proud of. And it was like a teamwork with a vengeance experience. We could not have done it without one another. And it was truly those times when you get in the middle of the project and you're like, there is nowhere else to go but forward. I'm so tired, but I can't quit. I've done this. Like, I got to go. And you just put your head down and um, but the finished product I'm, I'm super proud of. And I'm, I'm just, I'm excited for audiences to see it. All the different Fantastic. 13 videos. Yeah. So they'll play before everything. Will you be able to share it like online or yeah, stuff? Yeah. When, I'll, when, I'll, uh, when it's all, yeah, I'd love to yeah, see it. Yeah, totally. I will send you links. I will post it and send links to everybody. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. And it was funny too, because I don't, I don't do pup and not like, I don't do puppets. I don't do puppets. I mean, that's, that's how the inflection changes that meaning. Like, oh, I'm, I'm, no, I don't do puppets, but I did puppets that day. And it was so fun because you got to think about the puppet movement in your mouth and how you're going to deliver this. And it was that that's been one of the most fun projects. Oh, sorry. And one more uh, DIY science time season two. Ooh. There is this go. Oh, it is so fun. And it's for kids. It's a kid. It's a kid's science show that comes on uh, PBS here in. in uh, well, actually, please a do a sound a version. Do a sound episode. <laughs> OK. I, w- I want to I hear tell about him it. to do that. <laughs> Mr. C, the scientist is yes. his name. He, he was a, um, a science teacher and a school administrator. And he just, I think, you know, got, got tired of the grind and dealing with that. And his um, wife said, why don't you just quit your job and go back into doing music and all that stuff. And so he did. And now he and his wife tour around and they go to auditoriums and stuff in schools and have this interactive giant science show. It takes place on the stage during COVID. They did all of this in their kitchen and in their backyard. And so the season one of DIY was filmed at their house. And now they're doing season two the same way. And it's a 30-minute kids show that I do the, the mix and the sound design for. But it's, it's, another, it's uplifting and it's fun. It's exciting for kids. Like, he does cool stuff. Every time I watch it, I'm like, I could do this in my kitchen. Yes, 46-year-old Van, you can do this in your kitchen. <laughs> yeah. Along with children who can do this in their kitchen, yes. too. <laughs> but it's an uplifting project and and I need I love working on happy stuff. Of course we all know we have things that aren't going to you know be in that realm all the time. But I do I love to really celebrate those exciting fun happy sessions that we do. Yeah. So those are that's the big stuff going on here now that I'm super jazzed about and a lot of original music that we we're writing for clients. So it's it's fun. It's busy. Fantastic. Yeah. And busy is good. Busy is definitely good. Lots of lots of yeah. things have changed And getting since to work COVID. with you. I mean like <laughs> Yeah, a lot of things have changed. And I, I've realized for myself, I am a people person, whether it be on Zoom or on Source Connect. When people stopped being able to come into the studio, that affected me. And when people came back into the studio, it really affected me. And in a in a positive way, I just, I missed people. I miss, I, I, I am an energy, I take energy from people. And I hope Extrovert? not as an energy vampire. Yeah. Yeah. I love I love to hear people talk and I love to be around groups and people. And I, I went in and out of that. And now I mean like seeing you, we might as well just be here. I could basically do this and I'm like, Oh, yeah, I got to give Jody a hug this morning after we got done working. Like, isn't she in Canada? I'm like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> technically. But technically, yes. Technically, yes. <laughs> but I, I love our, our community and our friendship and our and our friends and just it's it's amazing and a and a blessing that we get to do what we do. And 
I, I couldn't be more thankful or grateful. And to have someone ask me about that. When we go to parties, my wife is a counselor and she works um, at UAB, which is the biggest hospital, one of the biggest employers in the state. She has a tough job. She has a very tough job. And I am so grateful that she does what she does because she is a superhero. And it's amazing. It is absolutely amazing how she can do that. And then come home and deal with a goofball like me. And just knowing, um, I don't That's know. That's probably it's, what it's keeps teamwork. her sane. <laughs> I, I hope so. The joke that she always says that people always say when we're at Publix is, oh, you, you must just laugh all the time. And she goes, uh-huh. Yeah, I laugh all the time. All the time. He's just so funny. She's heard all the jokes. She knows it all. And she's still with you. So there you and go. still with me 16 <laughs> years. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. It is amazing. Yeah. It's like 32 for me. <laughs> wow. See? Yeah. That's wonderful. It makes me so happy. I love 32. Yeah. Wow, he's heard all the jokes. Years. I've heard all his jokes. Yeah. We, we, we know that each yeah. other snore. <laughs> like, it's yeah. all, the, all the, you know, the stuff that you figure out over. I'll put my hand under her pillow if she starts to snore and kind of shake the head a little bit and then she'll stop. And then I'm like, great. I'm back <laughs> yeah. to sleep. <laughs> That's a trick. I'll have to learn that trick. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. Lightly wake them up. Very lightly. Yeah. So uh, just so that people can figure out how to get in touch with you if they want to learn more about you and Boutwell Studios, what are the best places for people to reach out? Uh, BoutwellStudios.com is, is the best. That's um, I am currently redoing my website. I took that down after years of looking at it going, oh, no, outdated and demos, too. So, you know, and that's important. And you you've you have inspired me since your email yesterday of like, oh, my goodness, I need to. I need to get that demo working. Like, I need to change that. You got to keep yourself updated. I don't sound like that. You know, I'm yeah. not that way up there guy anymore. I've changed. Just to explain a little bit to people who aren't aware of the email that I sent yesterday, when I was doing some <laughs> research, just to look up some little tidbits and stuff that might have been on the website, on the Boutwell website about you, Van, uh, we, I, I went and listened to some of the people who were on your roster, lots of talented people. But I noticed that the demo that you had from me was like four years old, maybe five. <laughs> and it was like, whoa, okay. Um, I mean, I don't sound not like that, but I definitely sure. have changed, you know, like the, the voice has yes. changed the, you know, gotten maybe a little better at what I do, you know, like there's like little, little changes. Right. So I sent you the Absolutely. new one. So that's what the email was about. Yes. <laughs> yes. Which we will change post haste. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. It's funny too, that a lot of people don't think about that. And you, you reminded me and to remind other voice actors you got to. Yeah, that's that's the gig. Part of the gig. Got to keep current. Definitely. Yeah. Keep up to date with the directories and all of the people that you work with and let them know that you have different demos if they've been updated. All of that stuff. Absolutely. So, yeah. Very important. Uh, but yeah. Do you have um, URLs that you can share or or like handles on social media? Yes. Uh, Van say word. V-A-N-S-A-W-W-R-I-D. And my my Twitter and my Instagram are usually. I treat Instagram like the art that I wish I was doing more often. So it has zero to do with voice acting. And typically my my Twitter does as well. It might just be a, a link that someone sent or it might be a thing. Um, but it's funny that you said that. I really, 
I think we all need to get a, a little bit more active if you want to on social media. I certainly need to. I'd put it off for a long time. But in, in our business for free advertising, which is what it is, it's um it's a smart thing to use if you're on a budget and you just wanna, you know, keep getting your work out there. That's it's a necessity. So I'm going to definitely treat it that way as well. Yeah. And the bet team will... working it. I mean, honestly, being face to face, you are helping me work a lot of things out. I'm glad. I had so much anxiety before I filled out the questionnaire. The, the first time I started filling out, I said, tell me a little bit about yourself. And I went, nope, not doing that. <laughs> okay. Can't do it. Yeah. It's, it felt weird. Yeah. I didn't know why. And then when you, you sent a very kind email being like, not, no pressure, just wanted to know. And I'm like, yes, you dummy, do it. Get on there. Do it now. <laughs> and it didn't take me any time. It was just some weird hurdle that I needed. I needed a teamwork push. And that's. That's what we all need. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I'm glad I was able to give you that push because this was a really Me great too. discussion. And I'm thankful that you came on the show. Thank you so much. This is a lot of fun. My pleasure. I was. Thank you for having me. I, I'm looking forward to continuing a day of talking and to, regardless of who's listening. I, I, don't, I don't even know who's here yet. I'll make <laughs> someone listen. Well, I'm sure they will be awesome sessions because you are running them. So that will be fantastic. Well, that's the end of this episode. Thanks for listening. And if you like what you heard, why not tell a friend about this podcast? It's available in all the usual locations. Until next time.